0: If you feel like you're getting steady, consistent results, but you're just not satisfied with them, you're trying to break through to the next level as a real estate agent, this is the episode for you. I'm gonna talk to you about rethinking everything that's working for you. That's right, everything that's working, you may wanna rethink it because it may not be working as well as you think. Let's go. The Massive Agent Podcast. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 318 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome here in Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm excited for this episode because it's, it's really pushing back on a lot of, well, like the natural way of doing business, right? Like it's pushing against the conventional wisdom. And that's where when done right and when done intelligently and thoughtfully can produce a lot of great results for you. So if, if you are someone who's getting results, but you're trying to get to another level. Like you're getting business, you're selling some houses, you think things are working, but you're like, how do I get to that next level? How do I 2X? How do I 3X? This is the episode for you. And uh, I'm gonna be pushing back on some paradigms that you may have in a very good way. Before we get started, uh, first off, if you're new to the show, welcome. Um, My name is Dustin Brougham. Yeah, hosting this podcast called The Massive Agent Podcast. We're six years in now. Oh shit, I think we're like exactly... Let me look this up. I think we're exactly six years. When is the Jan- January 12th, 2018 was when we launched the show and I'm recording this on January 22nd. So wow, uh, happy sixth birthday to uh, to the Massive Agent podcast. I didn't didn't even realize that. I mean, that was 10 days ago. Sweet. So imagine not realizing it was your birthday till 10 days later. That's what I just did. Um, wh- whatever. But thank you. Uh, we, we just crossed a million downloads right before the sixth birthday and super excited about that. So thank you very much. What? I don't know what I was going to say next. So, okay. So, so let's just get into it. Um, Right now, in real estate, there's there's this general feeling from most agents that I speak to, and I, I'm connected with hundreds, if not thousands, of agents. We have a few hundred just on my team, you know, through through social and through uh, all the other connections I have with agents. Because all I ta- all I do all day is talk to agents. That's re- if I had to oversimplify, if I had to poorly explain what I do for a living, I talk to real estate agents. But it's also accurate. There's a general consensus that. a a general feeling of optimism and positivity going into into this year that, you know, prospects are coming off the sidelines. People that are like, I'm going to wait. They're starting to return to the market and business is starting to pick up. We're seeing that uh, a lot of experts said that would happen. And, uh, and I believe that will continue to happen. But if you want to really make 2024 your year, right? Like 2023, you survived it and you, you should be proud that you survived 2024 for real, because it was one of the hardest hardest uh, years in real estate in a long time. It was the, there was the, the lowest sales, the lowest, the, the fewest number of homes sold in 2023 since like the, the mid to late nineties. That's pretty crazy. And you survived that you should be proud of it. And you're telling yourself 2024 is going to be much better, much stronger. Yes. If you do nothing different than 2023, you'll probably have a better year. But are you going to have a great year? Well, you need certain tools in your tool belt in order to do that. And number one is information. You have to know some things and, and have some, some uh, context and perspective and, and uh, expertise that other agents don't. And one of the fastest, easiest ways to, d- to get that information is keeping current matters. Go to trykcm.com/bam. This is the tool. Uh, by the way, I don't know why I dropped the link first, but if you go to try slash bam, you can try this, this, um, service that so many of the top agents in the country and pretty much all the agents that I look up to for their wisdom and guidance about what's happening. They're all using KCM. So shouldn't you KCM gives you all the information about what's happening with interest rates, with the market, with sales, uh, projections and graphs so that you can understand what's happening, what has happened, what's about to happen, and then explain that to your clients in a way that guides them and advises them to help them accomplish what they want to do. And if you need need graphs that are really easy to understand, like graphics, graphs sound so freaking nerdy, but graphics that show certain stats visually so that people like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't wait. You need Keeping Current Matters because that's who creates all the great graphics that you see online. Pretty much, it's uh, Keeping Current Matters. So you could have that tool in your back pocket. Just go to trykcm.com slash bam and try them out. And uh, while you're at it, go to, what's what's the website? Nowbam.com. Unbelievable. I, I, I don't know why it's based on that. NowBAM.com and check out the Bam X community. It's It started as online courses and training and classes to help real estate agents with what really matters, like the, the real parts of your business that, that you struggle with they have courses and trainings on how to, how to fix those and how to patch the holes, right? But then they c- turned it into this great community with a referral network and agents all around the country sharing what is working for them. And uh, for just, what, pennies a day, I think it is, you could, you could be part of the BAMX community. It's an absolute no-brainer. And you may as well make it even cheaper for yourself. Use code MASSIVE at checkout and get an even deeper discount on what's already, I believe, extremely discounted. NowBAM.com, check out BAMX. So I phrased this episode in the beginning, rethink what's working. So whatever's working in your business, I want you to, so first off today, you got to put your ego aside. You've got to put your ego to the side a little bit and be like, all right, let's 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 break what you've built. I, I guess yeah, that's a good way to put it. We're going to break what you've built. At least we're going to second guess what you built. Is what you've built actually working? Is what you think is working? Is it working well? So like I said, this is for the agents that, that have fairly steady, fairly consistent results. You're, you're selling houses. If you're brand new or if, you, if you're stuck and you don't have anything going for you, you can pick some up for, from this episode for sure. But what I, I want to caution you is not to overanalyze. This is not what I'm about to tell you is not to make you overthink what you're building. Like not at all. Like if you're not doing anything, do something, build something. And then later on, once it's, once it's working and once that car's going down the road, then you can look at it and say like, you know what? That car's pretty ugly. You know what? That car's pretty slow. You know what? That car gets shit gas mileage or shitty range. If, if you have a Tesla, um, which by the way, we love our Tesla Model Y amazing car. Like for real, I, I, I love like Lamborghinis, Ferraris and all that stuff. And I absolutely want one. But driving a Tesla, it's, it's, not, it's not a car, it's a spaceship, right? It's a spaceship on wheels. It's, it even sounds like it sometimes when, you, when you're accelerating. And then when you put it into reverse, it sounds like a freaking vacuum cleaner. But that's besides the point, Teslas are just fun to drive. But uh, anyhow, uh, I took that analogy a little bit too far, um, or did I? I don't want you to overthink. So th- this is why I said, if you're getting consistent results, if something's working for you, we're going to we're going to decide is it working well enough right is it are you settling for good in you know when great is possible but if you're not there if you're just trying to build something and get your lead gen going and get your business going you need to do something and don't overthink it overthinking is the opposite of what you need to do so be aware of where you're at in this process okay you've got to be self-aware here that I'll I'll handle the context and the information and the advice, but you have to bring the self-awareness and know where you're at. So if you're new, if you're struggling, if you're stuck, get something going because then then you can be critical of the thing that you get going, okay? But don't try to do it and overthink the shit before you get it going. All right, so you've heard the phrase, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Well, let, let's push back on that a little bit. Look, I, I agree with that in general. Like, if it's not broken, don't mess around with it. Like, let it keep going. However, what does, what does broke mean? What does broke mean? It, does broke mean not working at all? Or does broke mean underperforming? So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, if it's, what if it's underperforming? And you know it's underperforming and you can fix it make it better. Is that not worth doing? Just because it's working, what if it could work three times better? Isn't that worth doing? Right. This is why we have to be critical and thoughtful here. So, what I'm talking about specifically, and I'll give you some examples. If if uh, your marketing is working, like let's say you're spending money on Zillow, you know, a thousand dollars per lead, and you're like, well, that's working because it costs you six thousand dollars to make eight thousand dollars. Okay, like that works, right? You could do that all day long. That works. If you're if if you could walk into a store. Or a bank give them six thousand dollars and they would give you eight thousand dollars back. You would do that all day, right? Now, obviously, there's some work involved. There's some other expenses, like, but let's say after all that, it's cost you six thousand bucks to get a closing, and your average check is eight thousand dollars. You get the point, right? Insert your numbers here. All that. Okay, is that use of that six thousand dollars really the best? Right what if that $6000 could be put into Facebook ads, Google ads, uh you know some other means of lead gen and SEO strategy for your website or building a website with an SEO strategy right $6000 a month that's a considerable budget to spend on marketing so if you could spend that elsewhere and get two closings or three closings right spend $6000 and make 12 or 18000 wouldn't that be better so you, you just have to be smart enough and uh, thoughtful enough to ask, is this use of the $6,000 that we're spending on Zillow, is that is that wise? Is that the best use of that money? Maybe the answer is yes, but at least be critical of it and start to think, is that the best? Spending money on mailers, right? I, I was working with an agent one-on-one, doing some one-on-one coaching with an agent that was spending uh, between five dollars and $8,000 a month. On mailers, and you know, the ROI was not amazing. You know, you know, I, I think he made money on it a little bit, but when we thought about it, it's like you're spending eight thousand dollars a month and maybe getting a closing. W- what if you don't that month? Like, you know, it's just eight thousand dollars could go so far with a videographer, with a content strategy, with Facebook ads and Google ads, like you could do all the different things for $8,000 a month and then have some left over for dinner. So is is direct mail the best approach? Maybe it is, but be thoughtful just because you're spending $8,000 on mailers and you're potentially making 9,500 or, or whatever that number is. Is that the best use of the money? The answer may be yes, but it may be no, because then you have to consider not just the spend, but all, all the work that goes into it. Do you have to redo the copy every month? Do you have to create a new call to action every month? Does it involve work and effort on your part? Or is it just a turnkey? You spend 8,000, it spits out deals and you close them and and you make 10 grand. You've got to know the details of that. This is why this is all personal to you. Uh, Other things that I believe agents should really be auditing and second guessing and being critical of right now to make sure that you're doing the best, that you're doing the right thing. If you're part of a team, should you be? Should you be part of a different team? Or maybe should you be solo? If you're solo, maybe you should be part of a team. Have you ever thought that maybe your butt is in the wrong seat? We've talked about this and I've used that analogy so much on this podcast. And it's important because you don't really hear about that in this industry, right? Is the team you're with the best fit for you? Or are you just settling for okay? A, a different agent that I coach with one-on-one was with a team that, you know, if he was really honest, he he said that he feels, he he felt like kind of drained whenever he'd go into the office. And he felt in a, in a way like he had to babysit a little bit. And he didn't feel like the team was really bringing much to him, even though he had a 50-50, I believe, maybe it was more, he had a, he had a 50-50 split with the team. So he took a step back, thought about it, ended up going to a different brokerage, joining a different high-powered team, and he's off to the races. He's actually he's going to be making more per, per, uh, per deal. All of his expenses are less. It's a positive, uplifting, empowering, energy, you know, energy giving environment now. And had he not, had he just kept going with the flow because it was comfortable, he would have kept struggling because he was at that old, with that old team and, and his former brokerage. So if that, look, if that resonates with you, that's for you. If, if, if that doesn't resonate with you, if you're like, he's not talking to me, then I'm not talking to you. All right. But what about your brokerage? Are you with the right brokerage? Maybe you are. So, so look like I, I am always thinking about, am I with the right brokerage? Is there anything better? Uh, is, is the one I'm with the best? And is it still the best is what I thought to be true. Still true. Like these are all positive things because when you, when you second guess and you're critical, What's the worst case? The worst case is you get some more perspective, you get some more education on what other opportunities are out there, what other brokerages look like, what they offer, what they don't offer, and you may very well find that your brokerage based on your goals, your aspirations, everything you're trying to build and the people that are around you to help you that you really are in the right place. How awesome would that be if you start looking at all these other shiny objects and realize wait, there's, there's no substance to their shine. Like they're just shiny and loud, but the, like I am in the right place. Like I've done that for years. I'm always looking for something better. I just haven't seen it. Right. And when I do, you better believe I'm going to grab it. So your brokerage, your team, your broker, this is where you, again, I told you I'm going to bring the perspective and, and, uh, you need to bring the self awareness. Okay, this is a two sided, this is a two way road here. This episode, you bring the self awareness and the honesty, the intellectual honesty. I'll bring the perspective, and uh, you can decide what to do with it. If you're someone who's burned out from sales, you're burned out from showings, and like you just you can't keep doing more activities yourself. You want to make more money, but you just can't keep doing more and more and more yourself. Are you around people who know how to start to build leverage? Are you connected with people that have already built a team who have leveraged showing agents, leveraged virtual assistants, who have stepped out of pr- production because they built a business? If those are your goals, if your goal is just to keep selling more houses and more houses and more houses and more houses and just keep going and go, then are you around people who know how to do that? If you, if you like me, want a great lifestyle where you can spend a significant amount of time with your family, where your kids come home from school and you, and they're like, Hey, can you play with me? If you can say, yep. How awesome is that? If you want that, is that possible with what you're currently doing? Does anyone that you're connected with on your team, your broker, your brokerage, is anyone going to show you how to get that lifestyle? Is anyone going to show you how to sell more houses in less time? Is anyone going to show you how to sell fewer houses on purpose? Right? Whatever that means to you. I don't know the answer because again, this is, you got to bring your own scenarios and your own self-awareness to this. I realized a while back, six, almost six years ago now, that at my former brokerage, I would just keep selling houses because that's all they knew how to do. And that's all they wanted. That's all they taught. It's all just sell more houses, sell more houses, sell more houses, sell more houses. And I realized if I keep doing that, I'm going to miss more dinners. I'm going to be stuck in rush hour, even more driving across town to show houses. I'm going to miss seeing my kids grow up even more. So I had to look for people who had a different lifestyle, who had built a real estate business that sold a crap load of homes, hundreds and hundreds of homes a year, but they were free to spend more time with their family. They had regular date nights with their spouse. They spent a lot of time with their kids. They went on vacations and everything while selling a crap load of houses. And by partnering with people like that, I realized I was just going about it wrong because I was around people who had no idea how to do anything but just sell more, sell more, sell more. You may, look, you may be in a place where selling more is exactly what you should be doing. For for a lot of you, selling more and more should be, but when does it stop? And are you burned out with it? Do you see yourself doing it for the next five, 10, 20 years? I don't know the answers to that because you have to answer it. But is the place you're at and the people that you're connected with, your support system that you have at your current team or brokerage, are they going to help you get out of it? Do they know how to? Do they know how to help you build what you want to build? And if not, you should start looking for someone who has built it and do what they've done. Go where they've gone. Partner with them. Join them. Because like I said, the worst case scenario from being critical of what you think is good is you become more educated and you have more perspective and decide that where you're at, what you're doing with the people you're doing it with really is the best. What if that's not the case? What if you realize, you know what? I feel like I'm working with one hand tied behind my back. I feel like I'm swimming upstream. Then wouldn't it make sense to make a change and go somewhere else or team up with different people? If you're honest, I think you'd agree, but that requires bold choices. It requires big moves. They may be scary at first. They may be uncomfortable, but isn't that usually where the growth comes from? One of my mentors told me a long time ago, and I I know this is a quote that like, this isn't my mentor's quote, but I, I just, I remember the lesson from him the most, but, uh, what you, the life that you want is on the other side of what you're avoiding the most, right? The life that you want is on the other side of what you're avoiding. And a lot of us are avoiding something. Or, or maybe you're just avoiding looking because you know what you're going to find, right? You're like, oh, if I start looking, I know that I'm going to be like, oh, I got to, I got to go to another brokerage. Like this one just doesn't work for me. I hate the culture. I hate the people. They don't know what, they don't know how to get out of sales, and that's my goal. So, are you avoiding the inevitable? And if so, why? Right? Ask yourself why. Just some food for thought today. Short episode. I wanted to keep it short and sweet so that you can do some reflect, some reflecting. So you, so you can really ask critically of yourself, what you need and find what's working and, and tear into it, be critical of it, rethink it. Maybe it's working as it should. And then you can be confident that look, if you find that what you're doing is working the way that it should, it's, it's overperforming, not underperforming. How awesome is that? Then you don't have to second guess it again. You can then you can confidently move forward on something else without wondering, "Ah, should I be doing that? Like, should I make this change? Should I do? Should I add this? Delete that? Like, because constantly doubting and second guessing sucks. That's that's not helping you move forward. It's actually holding you back like an anchor. Be critical. Be thoughtful. Know where you're at. Be self aware. Thank you so much for listening, and please share this episode with any real estate agent any broker any team member real estate facebook groups in your story tag us we'll reshare it when i say we i mean i we'll reshare it at massive agent on instagram or massive agent on youtube i really appreciate you listening and uh i will say this so you guys who if if there's any of you in cincinnati louisville new orleans philadelphia reno vegas anywhere in alabama in arkansas uh, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. I believe we have we have so many markets in the massive agent referral network that we still need representatives for. I mean, we have some great agents right now, but it's a big ass country, and and Canadian prop like we need Canadian representatives: Toronto, Calgary, Vancouver, Montreal. Like, it, we need you. So, if you are an agent who's selling houses, you're selling at least a house per month, and uh, you you can. You can also bring some referrals. You, you, you are capable of generating referrals and giving out referrals and you want to get some for yourself. Go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash referral and apply to join the Massive Agent Referral Network. There's some information in there, some qualifications. It talks about the monthly dues that we have so that we only have the agents who are serious and it weeds out the unserious. Uh, check out the Massive Agent Referral Network because we've, <laughs> uh, what is it? today's Monday, we had two or three referrals given out today alone. It's just, it's just awesome. It's really cool. What's happening so fast within this group. And once we get more great agents, it's just going to start referrals are going to flow even faster, but we need you. And we want you to participate because it sucks when we have someone like, Hey, I need an agent for this area. I have a, I have a listing referral and we're like, "Oh, don't have one. I mean, I'm able to connect them with somebody, but my God, it should be you massiveagentpodcast.com slash referral. Join today. Thank you for listening. See you guys next week. Take care.